Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening, friends? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Big day today. Jake Owen will be in. He's going to bring his guitar. Also, we'll talk to somebody who married herself. She's a um, soloist. Sologamist. Sologamist. Close, though. That's correct. She she literally had a ceremony, married herself, and I was like, I must talk to this woman. <laughs> so we'll do that at the Friday morning dance party. Just a big day. Amy, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How yeah. about you? Anything happen in your life? Mm, not that I can. Not out of the, not out of the usual. Why? I just... You know how you talk about the, the school drop-off line? Eddie was telling me about his this morning. Oh, yeah. What happened? Well, it, was, it was the afternoon. I can do the, the afternoon oh, pickups. The okay. pickup. I don't drop off because I'm here. But the pickup, man, there was a, almost a fist fight going on because it, props to them. They, they've organized it really well, but there's three lines that go in. And it's kind of hard to explain because it's just three lines. But you, after a while, you know where you're going. Well, a grandma, I guess, was just kind of told, like, hey, will you go pick up the kids? She was in the wrong line. She thought somebody was cutting in front of her, but they were in the right line. Grandma didn't know what she was doing. Grandma starts honking her horn. Like you say, the beep, beep, not a big deal, right? Uh-uh. Grandma goes, bah! I'm holding it bah! down. And then, of course, the whole school starts looking, and she rolls down her window. What are you doing? And then the dad starts going, what are you doing? I'm doing the right thing. And then teachers start rushing over to, like, calm the situation. I'm like, I've never seen this before. It is craziness. But I've never seen people go at it like that. It was nuts. Does that happen in your school? I mean, I have uh, been the frustrated one at times, but I don't ever honk or do anything. I just quietly handle it in, in, in my in my car. And I, But it is frustrating. It can be super annoying. I want to give props to big families who have, you know, like occasionally if I ever am able to do like a drop-off or, or a pickup, if, if sometimes families have four or five kids at the school. But there are some that are so efficient, they've got it down. I mean, or maybe they're carpooling. But it's like a clown car. Kids keep piling out, but they got all their stuff. And I would just like to give props to the parents that are efficient with their kids that do it in a timely manner. Because some are super slow, and it's frustrating. I did see a story in the news about a carpool lane. This is from Little Rock, Arkansas. An argument in the carpool lane at Meadow Cliff Elementary Tuesday ended after a woman pulled a gun on another parent. Okay, see? Was that where you were, Eddie? No, no guns involved, thank goodness. According to Little Rock Police, a black Yukon with red rims cut off three other vehicles who were waiting to pick up children. Investigators noted in the police report when one of the drivers pulled alongside the Yukon, the suspect pointed a gun at the man and his son and said, next time. Oh my God. Next time. leaving. Yeah. Whoa. School officials have requested an officer return Wednesday to ban the suspect from school grounds. Who's going to pick up the kid? Next time. 
I, I don't know. But you, you, that that guy can't be on at school. Maybe he's like uh, no. maybe he's like the uncle. Or just the dad who's crazy. <laughs> that worries me. <laughs> and he didn't even say like, I'm, I'm gonna get you right now. Mm-hmm. He left fear in them. Yeah. yeah. Next, Next time. time. <laughs> He oh hit him with goodness. the hard stuff. Yeah, Grandma didn't say that. Mm-mm. No. She, she was just frustrated. That's it. She just took her dentures out. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go. Coming up in a little bit, we'll do some easy trivia. Jake Owen will be in the studio. We got a big show today. It is now time, though, to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. She writes. You guys had a mailbag recently about a woman's husband posting videos of him singing online, and you told him what to do. I had a similar situation, but we're far more along down the road, and I need help. My husband has been trying out streaming himself playing computer games on Facebook. After a year, he has 700 followers, with only about an average of three people watching him at any given time, and he swears he will be able to make an income off of this. Oh, my. We have a five-month-old baby. And about fifty. <laughs> oh man, this is just not good. And about fifty percent of his free time is spent on the computer, quote, working towards his goal. Mm. I'm now at the point where I think it's time to break the news that it isn't going anywhere. But I have no idea how to do this. Please help. And she signs her name Brandy. Eddie, why did you go? Oh. Because he's a dad and he's got to support this family. And at some point, the dream has to stop, and he's got to start showing the money. And he's not doing that. So I'm like, it just, it hurts because it's his dream and it just, it's not happening and he's got to stop. Amy, you also made a noise. Yeah, because, well, I hate to crush the guy's dream. Yeah, but you got to, maybe they need to set a timeline of like, if he doesn't start to gain traction and get a few more followers within X amount of time, then yeah, he needs to quit devoting so much time to it. It's like me trying to explain to my daughter that she's probably not going to make money off TikTok. Kids these days, they, they think that just because they see other people on YouTube and TikTok bringing it in, that it's just so easy. And it's not. It's really hard. It takes a lot of time and commitment. You know, TikTok today is what being on the radio was when I was a kid. Yeah. And everybody told me there's no way to do it. You can't do it. it just because other people are doing it, it's easy. You can't do it. There's like three people that do it. Okay, yeah, but how do you tell that to, well, a grown man and yeah, my 14-year-old daughter? But I, And I tell people that want to be YouTube stars all the time, YouTube is just TV. Like, you're making content, right? Make content. Great. You can do it. The only people tell you you can't. The people that are telling you can't is because they couldn't do it. So don't don't fall down that trap, but this is an adult man. This mm-hmm. is slightly different He's than got a 14-year-old daughter. A, yeah, babies. and Here's the part of the email that I go back to. She does say 50% of his free time. Yeah, it is free time. Okay. That, that to Interesting. me, isn't screaming he's missing work. That isn't screaming that he's Yet. not feeding the baby. He's done it for a year, though, to be fair. <laughs> like, fair. I see enough of, in this email, enough of a history where he's not neglecting the family or the baby or his job. Right. It's a good catch, but he did say in there that he's hoping to make money from it. Yeah, okay. but That's his goal. What I would do is I would ask him a question. I would yeah, say, but I think he has a job. I would say, what are your goals with this? You let him hang himself. You don't You don't hang himself for him. You let him do it. You say, what, what's, what's the goal here? I know you want to make money. I'm here to support you. Like, what can I do to help you? Like, what's the goal? In six months, what do you need? Where do you need to be to feel like you're actually moving in a good direction? Let him state what his goals are. And be precise about them. And then when he's not meeting them, you're going, hey, we haven't, you haven't met your goals. Like, does it make you want to play less? You have got to let him or he's going to just be resentful toward you forever. As long as he's not neglecting his baby. If, if he's neglecting the baby, hey, you're neglecting the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Throw Get that the game out the window. Yeah. Or job. You're neglecting your job. <laughs> yeah. But he's not. It says 50% of free time. Mm-hmm. What I would do is say, okay, six months from now, what, where do you want to be on this? How can I help you? And then you tr- try to help him chase his dream. You're supposed to do that. And if he's not doing it, then it's like, okay, it seems like you put a lot of effort into this. You're not getting out what you want. Like, what else can we do? I think that's the move as long as he isn't being detrimental to, the, you know, the battery of the house. Yeah. That makes sense. I was, yeah. Focusing in on 50% of free time, free time being keywords. That's, uh, that makes it a little more acceptable. Brandy, it's not the answer you want. But it's the answer that's going to keep your marriage happy. <laughs> that's good. I am not an expert. <laughs> little, little, uh, yeah, little, asterisk what do you call there. that? Shout out, Rachel Hollis. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Let him chase his dreams. Free time. 
but have him set goals. And if he's not meeting these goals, figure out what you can do. Maybe that stops him. Good luck. Sometimes people have dreams that are tough. I have friends that, you know, their their wives have had to like cover for them when they were getting radio. They made no money. Mm-hmm. Or they had to move back to a small yeah. town. That's true. They covered for them, and now they're doing fantastic again. Right, right alongside them. You guys will do it. I have faith in you. That's my advice. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! These are the most five fun facts Amy can find on the internet. All random. Here we go. Count it down. Number five. So did you know there's actually a response to the saying, liar, liar, pants on fire? Liar, liar, pants on fire. Mm-hmm. It's got to rhyme with fire, right? Mm-hmm. No. No, it, it doesn't just have rhyme to with liar, liar, pants on fire. It can the... rhyme with whatever your response is. Okay. Uh, oh. Something on the telephone Truth, wire. Truth, shirt. Nope, mm. but there is one, and it's I don't care, I don't care, I can buy another pair. <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to use that uh-huh. one. Liar, I know. liar, pants on fire. Mm-hmm. I don't care, I can, I don't care. I, I can, can buy, buy another, another pair. pair. <laughs> yeah. Number four. So the United States military has a maximum height cutoff. Maximum. Yes, like no one over this height can enlist. If you wanted to serve our country, but you're taller than this, you can't. Go ahead. If you're over six eight, can't do it. I guess it's hard when they're like, get down, and then six eight, you're like, <laughs> like crawl, crawl under the <laughs> rope. Uh, they don't can't. have anything Sarge. to fit anybody that big, <laughs> that tall. So yeah, I had no idea. I guess there's no minimum, but there's no maximum. Huh. I mean, there, there isn't a, a minimum. Well, you not can... that I, I don't think so, but there's a maximum height cutoff. Wow, I had no idea. You, you could be too tall for the military. Number three. Since we're talking about the military, I'll share this one. Working military dogs are non-commissioned officers, and they are always one rank above their human handlers. So they could tell the human what to do? I Weird. guess so. Ruff. Okay. <laughs> he says 10 push-ups. <laughs> Which that made me think about the like the president's dogs or whatever. The Remember when uh, George H.W. Bush, like he was... Um, they being laid to rest at his funeral and his dog was sitting next to his casket. Mm-hmm. Like, it was his dog ahead of a rank above him. Well, we didn't know this dog was president. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the dog is super president. <laughs> gosh, that picture picturing it in my head now still gets me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that was. And then he went to work at like the hospital after that. Yes, that you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two. So alcohol doesn't actually cause you to forget what happened. Your brain simply stops forming new memories when you've had too much to drink. So it's not really even recording anything. You have nothing to forget. <laughs> I used to do that with a VCR sometimes. I think I was recording back in the day. <laughs> and I would get home and be like, why is this recorded? Mm, <laughs> it never recorded. I never, I never did it. I hit record. I didn't know that. So it's not blacking out, losing a memory. It's, it's just that you never just, formed the memory wow. to begin with. Yeah, that's wild. Number one. Beyonce can run a mile while singing. She revealed that her training routine from the early days was from her dad, and he would make her run a mile while singing so that she would be able to perform on stage without becoming exhausted, which is, like, really impressive but very intense. And she also got back into that training regimen when she did her big performance out in California at Coachella. Mm -hmm. That's what she did. They would show her training, running while singing because she was all over that stage with a live band and everything else. Great. You guys don't know this, but I can do this radio show. Well, I just buy sitting. No, nah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this guy in Wisconsin was at a dog park, and he lost his wedding ring. He thought, man, this is just lost forever. I can't find it anywhere. So he posted on Facebook that he lost it. Well, someone else was at the dog park, and their dog was over by something. They were like, oh, what's that shiny thing? Got the ring. They went over to the next door app thingy, and they posted, found this ring. So two different websites, but two different people. A third-party person that's not involved in any of it saw the missing ring guy post on Facebook. He's on the internet too much. He's on both. He's on the internet too much. Then he was on next door and saw that someone found a ring that looked like the missing ring, and then he... That's united funny. them wow. and said, oh, I solved the mystery. This person lost a ring. This person found a ring. Brought them together. Voila. And I hope that person finds a friend because obviously they're looking for something. <laughs> they're on all the apps. But that's great. Everybody won there. Yeah. Person got the ring back. Yes. Person made the news. That's how you can make the news. Lunchbox, find somebody something. I know, but I didn't even say their names. But find somebody something. I mean, I've been trying. I look everywhere I go. I look for lost items. Oh, like that one point. time I fought, found the little, what is that drive thing called? Oh, USB drive. Yeah, and I thought it was going to have a bunch of pictures. It had nothing on it. 
I like though that everywhere you go, you look for lost things. Yeah, everywhere. everywhere. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Amy, good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Friday tradition. Let's play Easy Trivia. First one to five, you get the tiara that says Easy Trivia Champion on it. These are all easy elementary level questions. They get a little harder as we go. By the way, here is the tiara. Oh, man. And on top, it says Easy Trivia. That's awesome. I need that. And it will sit right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And every time the camera comes on you, it'll show that you're the champion. I want. Ready to go. Ready. (laughs) You're going to wear this whole time? How's it look on me? You look like the queen. That's right. And you too can be the easy trivia queen. Okay. All right, here we go. Question number one. Nobody goes home the first round. What color is Big Bird on Sesame Street, Amy? Yellow. 
Yellow is correct. Let's all say hello yeah. to Amy. Hello. Amy, welcome to the show. Tell us a little something about yourself. Hi, I am 40 years old. I love birds, puzzles, and I'm a mom of two amazing children from Haiti. All right, there we go. Lunchbox. What's the house called where the President of the United States lives? Oh, that is the White House. Everybody, welcome Lunchbox to the show. Lunchbox, give us a little something about yourself. Man, one time I was in Las Vegas and I saw Mike Tyson in a bathroom and I asked him for a picture next to the urinal because I wasn't going to let him get away. And he said? No. There you go. Eddie, come on. What animal has black and white stripes? Uh, that's a zebra. That is correct. Welcome, producer Eddie, yeah. to the game. Eddie, tell me a little something about yourself. Well, a little unknown fact I found out just the other day. My right calf is bigger than my left. Ooh. Yeah, my my pants get stuck on the right calf, but not on my left. Pretty interesting. Weird. Yeah. Eddie, everybody. Yeah. All right. And finally, Morgan, what color is the Statue of Liberty? Green. Correct. She answered that not yeah. knowing wow. for sure. Uh, Morgan, tell us a little something about you. Uh, I'm 27 years old. I have a really adorable rescue dog. I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with Shania Twain, and I just picked up archery as a hobby. Archery. Yeah. Wow. Is oh, that wow. the bow and like, arrow? It yes. is. Wow. There she is, Morgan. Everybody. Okay. Let's roll. They're all easy questions. If you miss it, you'll hear this sound. You've been boned. They're all super easy. They'll get a little harder as we go. Amy, question number one. What animal is known to be man's best friend? A dog. Correct. Lunchbox, which animal sheds its skin a few times a year? Um, I know a snake sheds its skin. Um, I'll go with snake. Correct. Nice. Eddie, what's another name for a group of fish? Oh, a school of fish. Correct. Hey, Morgan, what's the coldest continent? Antarctica. Correct. Wow. You're all going on to round three. Nice job. Nice job. Clap your hands for each other. <laughs> Easy trivia. Amy, pizza is known to come from which country? Uh, well, is it from Italy? Oh, don't add. This is not Jeopardy. Yeah, can I? Italy? Italy is correct. Okay. Woo. Lunchbox, what is the center of a hurricane called? Oh, that's the eye. Correct. Eddie, what country is Justin Bieber from? Oh, Bieber is Canadian. Correct. So he's from Canada. Morgan, what country artist is known as the Chief? Oh, Eric Church. That's correct. You're all on to the next yeah. round. Nice job, guys. All right, we get a little harder here. What actor won the Best Actor Oscar for the films Philadelphia in 1993 and Forrest Gump in 1994? Oh, okay. Well, Tom Hanks. Correct. Lunchbox, yeah. which singer was known, amongst other things, as the King of Pop and the Gloved One? Oh, that's Michael Jackson. Correct. Rest in peace. Eddie, what did doctors use to hear the heartbeat? A stethoscope. Correct. Morgan, how many seasons are there in a year? Four seasons. Correct. All right, nice job. Here yeah. we go. Another round. Getting a little harder here. How many rings are there, Amy, in the Olympics logo? Oh, my Ooh. gosh. One, two. Oh, my gosh. Is it five or six? I, three. Five? Ooh, correct. Oh. Lunchbox, name the line that runs through the middle of the earth. The equator. Correct. <laughs> Eddie, which organ pumps blood to the body? Ooh, that would be the heart. Nice. Morgan, which planet has a ring that is made of rocks and ice? Is it Jupiter or Saturn? Saturn has the Saturn. Correct. Wow, nobody's going home. That's a hard question. Serious. My hands are getting tired of clapping. They're hurting. <laughs> Amy, mm-hmm. what's the smallest unit of matter? A molecule? I don't know. In- incorrect. I don't know. What is it? You've been boned. It's an atom. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Amy goes home. Lunchbox. Sorry, what instrument ah! is used to measure angles in geometry? Protractor. Mm, correct. Yeah. Woo! I almost said the other one. I don't, but it's Eddie, the other one. What country is the Taj Mahal located? Ooh, the Taj Mahal. That would be in India. Correct. <sighs> Morgan, what do you call a baby seal? What? It has a name? Uh, a baby seal. Ooh, is it a pup? Oh, that's a pup. Correct. Yeah. Wow. 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 How did that happen? It just came to me. Wow. Lunchbox, how many weeks are there in a year? 52 weeks in a year. Correct. Oh, man. Eddie, who played Neo in The Matrix? Which one's Neo? <laughs> you tell me which one Neo is? No, because I would be telling you. 
You played Neo in The I, Matrix. I mean, I think the obvious one is Keanu Reeves. Is he Neo? Correct. <sighs> Morgan, what famous American road runs from Chicago to Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> There's a, is it a highway? Mm. I didn't know there was a road that did that. Um, is it a highway? Is it, you know, the famous highway? Is it 65? Is it a number? Hmm. Eddie, do you know it? No. no. Chicago to California? Yeah. Life is a hot... I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just singing things out. I ha- mm. Highway 65. 66. Oh! oh it's, 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 it's Route 66. 66. I would have taken, taken Highway 66, but you missed it by one number. Wow. Oh, cool. Dang. We're down to two guys here in Easy Trivia. What up, Lunch? Lunchbox. Yeah. R.L. R. Stein is famous for writing what kids' book series? R.L. Stein. Give me goosebumps. Correct. Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Eddie. Come on. Dolly was the first ever living creature to be cloned. What type of animal was Dolly? <laughs> the first one to be cloned? Was Dolly a goat? They, cl- they, cl- they cloned goats. I think Dolly was the first cloned goat. Oh my gosh, it's not it, is it? What are you basing that off of? My memory, <laughs> which is not very good. I'm sorry, Eddie. You've been boned. You've been boned. Hey, yes! Dolly was a sheep. No! Dolly was a sheep. No! Your winner today is Lunchbox! Let's do some Flashback Friday. The year is 1991. Flashback Friday! As 11 years old, just living life. Were you in middle school yet? No, you're still in elementary school. Sixth grade? Fifth grade? No, well, yeah. Miss Thompson, Jessaville. <laughs> Remember that? Good times? It's fine. Not really, because I had to go to a new school that year. Uh. We had to move around a lot. I hated it. They opened that classroom door like 10.30 in the morning. And you walk in, there's just a room of kids staring at you. Mm. And some, like, assistant principal walks in with you and they're like, kids, this is a new student. It's Bobby. And then people are like, he's stupid. He's ugly. Oh, oh gosh. Is yeah. that all that? Yeah. Hey. So anyway, I hated 1991. <laughs> okay. I'm sad now. <laughs> all right, Flashback Friday. The biggest country song at this point in 1991 was Garth Brooks. Two of a kind working on a full Woo! house. Yeah, we're two of a kind working on a full house. The biggest pop song was from Amy Grant, Baby Baby. And the biggest thing in pop culture, in 1991, Dallas aired its series finale. Over 33 million people watched it and made it the 11th highest rated series finale ever just behind Frasier. Who shot JR, right? Do you know what happened, right? No. It was a dream. Okay. Spoiler alert. All of doubt. Oh, well. Oh, it's from ni- this is uh, 1991, bruh. You know how people like to watch hey, those old... Bruh, 1991. <laughs> okay, all right. It's been a minute. Ten-year rule. Flashback Friday. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I have some old myths that a lot of people still think are true, so I want to know where you fall. Okay. okay? Cracking your knuckles causes arthritis. Uh, you just think that, but now it's just air. Just popping air, right? Yeah, it may weaken your hands a little bit, but there's no proof it causes full-on arthritis. My finger, and I was wearing a splint for about a week, I still can't really move it. Oh, boy. And I, I can't pop it. That's how I know I'm healed. Oh. That's what made me think about it. I can't, <laughs> still can't pop it because it hurts so bad. I, playing basketball, I'm back on the court. I've been back in the hardwood since. Okay. The fans are demanding me on the hardwood. I can't get back out. To be fair, that's really not hardwood at your place. Yeah, but I like, like to say <laughs> that. Yeah. All right, what else? Okay, this one I definitely thought was true until I just read this, but our blood is blue before it's exposed to oxygen. But apparently, no, our blood is always red. Oh. Your veins just look blue because of how light travels through our skin. What? I thought it was blue. I even told my kids that the other day. I was wrong. Coffee stunts your growth. Nope. Mm-hmm. Never yeah, thought that. Dumb. Uh, for kids? 
Yeah, that's a thing. I think they just said that to kids to make them stop drinking coffee. I know, but my daughter hears it. Like, I I was even drinking coffee the other day, and I said, hey, do you want some? It's really good. And she was like, no, Mom, I really need to grow. I'm the smallest kid in my class. Did she then say, I need spinach to get my muscles bigger? (laughs) It's the same kind of stuff. Uh, But does anything actually stunt your growth as a kid? Poor nutrition. Well, yeah. But that's that's, Yeah, that's a given. It also stunts your growth as Mm -hmm. an adult. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but coffee and caffeine, they don't do that. Your dog's mouth is cleaner than your own. That's not true. <laughs> I think his, the, this dog's saliva is probably cleaner, right? Well, it says dogs and humans both have around 600 different types of bacteria in their mouth. So, I think it's just something we tell ourselves. No, I still believe feel... it. Kiss me on your face, baby. <laughs> Give me some kisses. You have a clean okay, mouth. Okay, but when's the last time you brushed your dog's teeth? Well, I'm glad you asked. I don't know. See? Exactly. I've never. And we brush our teeth every day. Like I was going to tell you guys, I'm glad I have done that. No, I don't know. We're fooling ourselves. We did finally, after four months of looking for a groomer to come and do the de-shedding, the the releasing of the anal glands, they came over and did both of our dogs. All right. Maybe they brushed their teeth. I don't know. Are they fully released? Mine or his? (laughs) Oh, did you get your anal glands I tried. They thought it was weird. (laughs) They filed a little thing. They're not coming back. Okay, and lastly, public swimming pools have a chemical that turns blue if you pee in them. That's definitely just something parents tell their kids. There's no chemical that can turn urine a color. I I thought that there was. I didn't think every pool had it, but I thought like really rich people had it. (laughs) Sure. Man, that that rumor was going wild when we were kids. No, no, I still believe it. (laughs) Yes, me too. (laughs) No, you're crazy. I did too. I really thought thought there was was something though, like a certain chemical in like really rich people's pools that did that. Yeah, there's not. I've tried it. In every 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 pool I've been socioeconomically in. been to every so pool of every, every level, peeing them all. Yep, try as, it out. As an adult, you still pee in a pool? Sometimes, yeah. Oh my god, really? Sometimes. Stop. No, the only things you pee in what? The lake or the shower? <laughs> the, the, sh- the shower is or so the beach. gross, dude. No, the ocean. Well, okay, that's fine. Okay, a, a massive body of water or, or, or the shower. <laughs> the one thing you don't pee in is the pool because that's a small and it stays there. Yeah, but the chlorine just takes care of it. It's all good. It's like mm. flushing the toilet. Okay, that's okay. that's what we believe. Who knows? What else? So a woman was super curious because she wondered if she bought eggs from the grocery store and then incubated them, if they would hatch. And sure enough, she bought some eggs. She got an incubator that she got online, and she waited to see what would happen. And one of the store-bought eggs hatched. Yeah. So What? What she did is she took a light to the eggs as soon as she bought them. And you can shine a light through and see if there's still something inside of the egg. Like... because the egg has to be fertilized. So, right? and the egg that that happens. So she that's she, there was only one egg that possibility happened. She took that one egg, and then a chicken popped out. But wow. what if she would have like not? What if someone Nothing had bought that carton and they that they could have just cooked it Probably up? Happens and all the time, it? and you wouldn't know the difference. I yeah. know. It's like in a chicken. Oh, it's crazy to me. I didn't know you could make a thing hatch from not the grocery all. store. She got one of the rare eggs that just happened to be right at that exact right time. That's cool. All right, I'm going to go over a list of items that we only wash once a year. Again, I want to know. What do you name that chicken? Where you Little fall. scramble? <laughs> yeah. like, do you make a <laughs> over no, easy? Oh, like, it's a, it's a duck. It's, duck? A, it's, it's a duck. It's a duck egg. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Which I had to buy some duck eggs during the pandemic because it's all my grocery store offered. Isn't back fancy. Do no, you no. also have chemicals in no, your fridge? No, yeah. uh-uh. It was not fancy at yeah. all. It yes. was just at the bit at the very beginning of quarantine, and grocery stores were desperate, and they were just filling the shelves with any kind of eggs they could get their hands on. That's it. Cost a whole day's wages. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were the same price. They were not fancy. I mean, I did feel weird about it because okay. I was eating a little duck egg. Uh, okay, so people, there's 30% of people that say they only wash their bed sheets once a year. What? Yeah, I, those people must not have a wife. That is crazy. <laughs> it's just to single me. slob dudes. Other we, things that we rarely wash include blankets, cushion covers, scarves, gloves, jeans. Gloves. Oh, I don't yeah. ever wash gloves. But is it, don't, I mean, if you think about it, you probably should wash your gloves. Your dirty hands are going in there. Yeah. Uh, hats. Do you ever wash your hats? No, because they never wear the same again. Yes, they don't. The bill messes up. They don't up. wash a hat. I thought you could put a hat in the dishwasher. Again, another myth. They say that. They say you also could pee in a pool and they're going yeah. <laughs> Oh, top rack. I feel like they'd be good. So anyway, just keep those items in mind because you may want to wash them okay. because they're, you know, stuff's dirty. gathering on them. Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There's a family in Alvord, Texas. They're asleep when the two-year-old walks in and goes, Mama, Mama, hot. Mama, Mama, hot. She's like, what? Go back to bed. Mama, hot. Well, 
The kitchen was on fire, and the two-year-old had smelled the smoke, woke up, went and woke up mom and dad, and they were able to get the whole family out. No injuries. Eddie, what would your two-year-old have done? Mama hot. Really? Dad, hot. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how he talks anyway, just like, hot, gold, But Would he have dark. made a big deal to tell you? I think so, yeah. I mean, I think he's knowledgeable enough to, I mean, if he's looking for toothpaste, he, we somehow figure out he's looking for toothpaste. But would he know something's wrong? Yes. He's super smart. So, yes, I think he would alert us to something important like that. Does everyone think their kid is super smart? <laughs> yes, because my two-year-old is a genius. Does, uh, it seems like everyone is just like, oh, well, my kid's super smart. I, and I do that with the dogs now. But I just, everyone thinks their person's really smart, right? My kids are. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, okay. they're, they're just, smart. Just checking, making sure. They yeah. are. They are, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Even when they're not. They're kind of yeah, smart. Yeah, 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 really yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, people tell me. That's okay, smart. yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> okay, that's what it's all about. Great story. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I used to have so many men How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
A mix-up at a store left a Missouri man with thousands and thousands of bucks. His name's Brian Burton. He told Missouri lottery officials he wanted a $100,000 cash scratch-off ticket, but the clerk gave him the wrong ticket. Clerk gave him a millionaire money ticket instead. Scratched it. I was like, well, whatever. Won $50,000. Dang. A mistake made that guy some money. That, those are crazy stories to hear. I know. I think I'd probably give the ticket back and be like, no, I wanted that one. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to see on the news somebody got the ticket that someone else tried to. Yeah. But the lotteries, they got the best PR team in the land. Let's be honest. I know. It makes me want to. I don't play the lottery, but we tell these stories so often that it makes me want to play. Over to Amy now with the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a French man wearing sandals? What do you call a French man wearing sandals? Philippe Philop. That was the morning corny. Pretty good one. Good one, Amy. Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this morning. The Friday morning conversation with Jake Owen. He's here. He's our hero. He's the best guest we have. We look forward to you coming in. How are you, bud? I'm good, man. I was excited to be here. It's been a minute. Do you care to comment about your Oscar snub? Because you had, listen, the show loved you in the movie. Oh, yeah. We all watched it. And then you didn't get an Oscar, no nomination. We were a little irritated about that. The movie was called Our Friend, if you guys aren't familiar. Jake played like a a friend. I played a friend of the friend. Right. And basically, in short, the movie is a true story about a family um, going through a very difficult time. The wife has terminal cancer. Yeah, like heads up, it's sad. 95% 95% positive right now on Rotten it, Tomatoes. It's an incredible film that's mm-hmm. a true story. And I think when people see it, especially in a time like right now where everybody's kind of dealing with reality, you know, and, and, and that's something that I think a lot of movies out there is like takes you away from reality. And this one really brings you back home to what it is. And uh, yeah, good. and it's about friendship and there needs to be more of that. Did you feel like with your character, though, that like you're like, oh, man, do I kind of have to be this? Totally. Uh, yeah, I was to- yeah, I was. Can you say that on the radio? Yeah. I was that. I was totally that. And and when I read it, that's kind of how I was scripted or mm. casted. And then I even questioned like myself because I was like, perfect. did they cast me because <laughs> I am a bag? <laughs> you know? Well, you did a great job. Yeah. Well, yeah. I see. I mean, uh, comes naturally. You nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Comes so honest. Are you are you going to do more? Has anyone reached out and been like, hey, let's do some more acting? Uh, are you qu- pursuing that? I am not pursuing it. Maybe I should, but like, I have had people reach out since then, and um, I would do it again. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. You have nine number ones now. Barefoot Blue Jean Night, Alone With You, The One That Got Away, Anywhere With You, Beachin', American Country Love Song, I Was Jack, You Were Diane, Homemade, Made For You. Of the nine number ones, which one was just, it took the most work to get there? This one. And... um and, and again, man, thanks to you guys for this. You guys have been like praising this song before it was ever a single. You guys would ask me about it when I was on, this, on the show. And um, my fans out there, like since day one, when other songs were singles and I'd play this song on the road, people just would go incredibly crazy for it. And they related to it. And then my team at Big Loud, I mean, in an entire year where I couldn't visit radio and I couldn't get out there and play, they got this song to the top. So I think for all of us, it's like a big win for everyone that was like, I believe in this song. And y'all are, y'all are those people too. So I'm very thankful for y'all. This is the hardest working one. Honestly, man, I think the next one will be the hardest yeah. working one. Every one is a little bit harder than the last. And you think it gets easier, but like it doesn't. That's why every one is so special that you, that you have. It's cool. Well, if you could not play one of your number ones, which one would you cut? Uh, people really like Eight Second Ride. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. hate that song. Yeah, yeah, we love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. like it when you grunt. We like I'm it when you grunt. Come on up inside. With Come, on. Come, Come on. Come on. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a I jam. That I, Let's swear, play it now. I wrote it uh, when I was 18 at Florida State University. <laughs> hey, hey, back there, Florida State. Yeah, we, and, we played that. And we liked that. And one. Uh, yeah. yeah, I wrote it at, when I was 18. And my brother, I told you this before, but he had, used to have a. Uh, he used to keep his like dip cup. He's dip like in the center console of his Jeep. And every time I'd get in his Jeep, he would say, watch out for my cup, man. Don't, don't knock that over. So for him, when I wrote this song, because at the time I was writing songs for girls, I was listening to a lot of John Mayer and Dave Matthews at the time. <laughs> and uh, I was writing all these like love songs. And um, Jared's like, you have to write songs for guys. So I was like, all right. And I, I was like, climb on up. But honey, watch the cup that I've been spitting my dip inside. And I thought it was brilliant at the time. And now every time I sing it, I'm like, oh, here comes that stupid line. <laughs> you people love it? that song. You're probably mad at show? me for, for hating it now. Every show you play it? Every show. Yeah, good. Come on. Come on with it. Yeah. Do you do that, though, every time? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can never recreate the, the perfect come on, though. Never. We, we play a game at my house. Like, who, which, 
person would you let babysit your kids? And we don't have kids yet, but we it probably soon, right? In the next year or two years or so. And the one that we're stuck on a lot, because I'm going to ask you this too, the one that we're stuck on a lot is the debate between Raymundo or John Party. Babysitting if we had a kid. Like who would we leave our kid alone with? Ray or John Party? Why would you ever leave your kid with well, John Party? It, well, it's, it's like, uh, what's the game <laughs> where it's like you pee out of your nose and poop out of your mouth? Would you rather? Would you rather? rather? It's like if you, were ha- if you had a kid and you had to leave them with one of the two, Raymundo, close friends with both of them, or John Party, we have all picked John. Now, Interesting. Of your country artist friends, <laughs> who would you leave your kids with? Probably. I mean, Thomas Rhett comes to mind. He's got a lot of them. If he won't answer his phone, though. Classic. Uh, nice. So yeah, probably. I don't know. All right, shut it down, boys. We're I don't know. Reba. <laughs> <laughs> Reba would be awesome with kids. You know what I mean? Well, would Reba answer your call? Do you have Reba's cell phone number? I don't, but I bet she would. If I could, if I could. Uh... Do you have Dolly's cell phone number? No. But I have a letter of, um, like, sometimes saying no is a beautiful thing if it comes from Dolly. <laughs> and I asked her to be a part of this song that I just wrote, and she gracefully wrote me a no. But it was incredible because I got this uh, note with the big Dolly thing at the top, and she just told me how much she loved the song. And because my last name's Owen, it reminds her of someone in her life, the last name Owen. And uh, maybe one day we could do a song together, but right now she said she felt a little overexposed. Uh, but I was I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, I've asked many people to do things with me before, and they've been like, no, you know what I mean. But never she has someone yeah. thanked me for asking them, even though they couldn't do it. And I think that's a testament to why people love Dolly Parton. That's pretty cool. It's it's incredibly cool, and I it's mean, a cool it, story to tell too. And it just, makes us like Dolly even more. If that's she's possible. just, I mean, that that's why when you heard that story about her saying no thanks to the statue that yeah. someone offered mm-hmm. her, she's like, maybe at a different time. But those are the kinds of people, like when you ask. Like, who would you want? That's why I want my kid to be around someone like that because they, they learn from someone that's an actual real person and it's not like they're just babysitting because they're a star. You know, like, I think Dolly's more of a real person than she ever is a star, you know? We love it. Listen, we love you. Congratulations. <laughs> when, when, you know, Made for You is number one, home, homemade, two, killing it. You're just killing it. Thanks, again. man. You guys are crushing it. All uh, y'all. Enough about us. This is about you. Uh, you're ninth number one. Can't wait, <laughs> can't wait for the new music. Just, Thanks, man. Just a big fan. Love when you come on the show, obviously. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Thank you guys for having me. It's always great to be here. There he is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's got such a it's, what was it's, that it's smirk smile. When I know. That. I know. I he's it. like, yeah. oh. He's like, I, of course. I don't know if I should believe <laughs> that. He's talking through the grit in his teeth. All right, Jake Owen, no, everybody. There yeah. he is. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you, guys. You want to play this game? Yeah. Yes, let's go. Isolated vocal game. I'll give you the vocals from the famous first line of a song. All you have to do is give me the title of the song. They get harder and harder. If you miss it, you are eliminated. Got All it? Right. Got it. Should be fun. I can still shut down the party. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, me too. I think. I know who it is, but. I can still shut down the party. Once I get one song in my head, it's really hard to get it out. Even you still wrong. on uh, Ring of Fire over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, need an answer? Okay. Amy? 10,000 hours. Lunchbox? It, <laughs> Amy, it's right, artist, but it's tequila. Eddie? Oh, That's tequila. Oh, That's tequila. It is. It is. I can still shut down the party. I can hang with anybody. When I Kill that in karaoke. Literally kill it. No, literally kill it. (laughs) Where no one want to hear it ever again. All right, next up. I got that real good, feel good stuff up under the seat of my big black jacked up truck. Amy, I see you're writing your answer down, but you've been eliminated. Oh, oh, yeah. You're You're really giving it the effort. I like that. She can write it down. Sure, keep it for your records. Okay. (laughs) All right, lunchbox. My kind of party. Eddie. My kind of night. Oh, no. I think it's called That's My Kind of Night. I got that real good feel. It is, because that's but what I, I have in my diary. But I'm going to give it to you. Yeah? Yeah. Lunchbox, I'm right sorry now. you have been eliminated. That's all right. I didn't get last. I expected to get last in that one, so I'm very proud of my performance. <laughs> good for so you. Let's go. You're welcome. Let's go. All right, Eddie, it's down to two. Let's go. Next one up. Go ahead. We were both young when I first saw you. I close my eyes and the flashback starts. I'm standing there. I got teardrops on my guitar. 
We were both young when I first saw you. I close my eyes and the flashback starts. I'm standing there. There were teardrops on my guitar. Eddie's trying to cl- close Dang his ears. It. Dang it. I don't know, man. I have a song, but I don't think that's it. Is it? Yeah. Go ahead. I have, uh, let me write it down just to make you it You can official. say it. It's just me and you. I have uh, our song. It's not Ooh. it. No, because that's, that's a little more banjo. Our, our song, song is Slamsing Doors. Sneaking out late, tapping on my window. No. no. What do this you have? One. We were both young and I first saw you. I closed my eyes and the song is called Love Story. Love Story! <laughs> young when I first saw you. I closed my eyes and the flashback starts. I'm standing there. This is the Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. yeah. Dang it. Never loved the story. It's a good song. So Go we all ahead, back in? say yes. No, I won. <laughs> can we just all start over? We, we can do a couple other ones. Yeah, I'm, but can we all acknowledge? You're unbelievable. Hey! Good win, Thank you, thank you. All right, let's do another one. She's a good girl. Loves her mama. Loves Jesus. In America, too. On the count of three, everybody say it. One, two, three. Free falling. Good. Next one. She's a good. I can almost see it. That dream I'm dreaming. But there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. You guys have that one? Yeah. I don't don't know. All right. First line. One, two, three. The clowns. The clowns. Eddie, no out. Yeah. Eddie's out. All right. We'll play a second round. Do we have any? How many do we have? Okay, four more. Wow, Eddie went home first. Wow. <laughs> In the consolation game, let's be real. Eddie, not a good luck though, bro. Ah. Hey, bro, not a good luck. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Next one. Yeah, I was always a crazy one. Broke into the stadium and I wrote your number on the 50 yard line. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. All right, we got to go a little quicker on these. Okay. When you try your best, but you don't succeed. All right, ready? Um, One, two, three. The physicist. You. Oh, physicist. <laughs> Emily, you're thinking of the scientist. <laughs> so close. All okay. right. It's what now, was it? It's Lunchbox and fix Bobby. Fix Lunchbox oh, that was Fix You? Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. This will be, they may make a Disney movie out of this if Lunchbox yes. wins. It's one of the greatest <laughs> underdog stories of all time. Yeah. All right, here we go. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? I mean, Bobby's got this, so lunch, come on. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh! Amy just, Amy just sung this. Yeah, she did. Like an hour ago. <laughs> okay. You want to do a speed round, everybody? Yeah. Yeah, yeah come on. I'll sit this out. I'm, I'll, no, no, okay. you play. Come on, play. I'll be the judge of you guys. Okay. Right. Buzz, when they buzz in, shut it down. So say our name. Yeah, go. Do you have the time? Basket case. Nice. Do you have the time? You didn't win one, though. Yeah, it still feels good. Hey, you got last place. Okay. Uh, nice job. Well, I guess I won, though, huh? You good did. Job. So go hey, ahead. Come on. Hit it. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I used to have so many men how this beguiling woman in her 50s she looked like a million bucks with zero qualifications she had a harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents she's got all of these maseratis and bentleys all in the driveway is it like a mansion yes it's a mansion that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts we're about to talk to Sophie, and Sophie, Sophie, am I right about this? You married yourself? You are correct, yeah. <laughs> and you, right now, are, are you in the UK? Yes, I'm in Brighton in the UK, yeah. And do you say you're, you're your own wife, or your own, your own husband, or do you not say, like, what's that relationship there? I say I'm a sologamist, which is like the official term for someone who married themselves. Sologamist would be solo, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the root, solo. Yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. How? So, why would you marry yourself? I, I think this is interesting. I've never heard of this. But why would you marry yourself? I feel like there's quite a big stigma around being single in our culture. So it was sort of a bit of a statement against that in a way, because I feel like society is kind of obsessed with romance, you know, but you can't really live happily ever after until you found your other half to complete you. Like people kind of assume that I'm going to be miserable and sad and, you know, how are you still single? Or don't worry, the white person's just around the corner. And I just kind of got a bit sick of that sort of sympathy, like I should feel ashamed or had to excuse, you know, make an excuse as to why I hadn't settled down yet. So then I thought, I feel like I need a way to express the fact that I am happy, happily ever now. And I'm, you know, I'm happy in myself. And I want to have a ceremony to show myself growth and self-acceptance and self-love. So you had a wedding to marry yourself? I did indeed, yeah. I had a, a self-wedding in Brighton, outside, um, in 2015. And do you do two sets of vows? Do you read one to yourself and then move to the other spot and read one to yourself? Or do you just say one set in a mirror? I adapted the traditional vows from the plural to the singular, and that works pretty well, actually. Her Instagram, her, her social media is the Sologamist. Is that how you say it? Sologamist, Sophie? Logamist, yeah. yeah. I, I am someone who was single almost all my life. I mean, I I'm I relate to people feeling sorry for you forever because that happened to me. People were like, oh, yeah. people were like, oh, you're just alone. I can't wait. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'm, <laughs> I'll eventually I'll find whatever. I'm glad I have to marry myself. I'm glad I found the person. But what does it yeah. mean legally for you? Like, do you get any benefits for being married, but to yourself? Um, I think the whole thing about legally recognizing a marriage is 
kind of to protect your individual assets. So if it comes to like a divorce, you know, you're, you're protecting your own assets. So I think there's no real need for a legal recognition of, of solo marriage because it's just you and your own assets. You ever yeah. cheated on yourself? <laughs> <laughs> people ask that, but I'm not trying to be two people. So it's not like mm-hmm. it's a massive betrayal if I'm with someone else. And I wouldn't divorce myself either. Are you still open if the right person comes along, man or woman, that you could marry them? Yeah. So the th- the again, the thing is, you know, self-marriage for me is about self-love and marriage is about romantic love. And self-love and romantic love, they're not mutually exclusive. They can exist together. It's just, I think, self-love. I was just trying to raise the agenda of it and like raise the profile of it and show that it's probably just as important as romantic love. So it doesn't mean that I'm going to live like a nun and never embrace meaningful relationships with anyone else. I mean, she's kind of encouraging me to marry myself. I'll be honest with you. She has a great point. You know, when you first hear, when you first hear about it, you're like, all right, she's marrying herself. What does this mean? But now she's telling me why it's about loving yourself. I do take me to be my lawfully wedded husband. I'm into it. Yeah, this is good. Are there other people like you that have married themselves? Uh, I believe so, yeah. There's like it, mainly women kind of around the world. I'm hearing about more and more cases in like Europe, some in America, I think. In your family, what do they think about the situation that you're kind of becoming known for marrying yourself? Um, they were already kind of on board because I, I actually wrote a novel about it before I married myself. And they were, so, they, so it wasn't a new concept for them. But I mean, my mom was a little bit, she's had three divorces though, but she was a bit puzzled. My dad was totally on board and he gave me away to myself. Um, and yeah, he actually loved the whole thing. What is, yeah. What's the lesson you'd like to teach me about marrying yourself? It is just all about self-love and self-acceptance and promising to be your own best friend and be responsible for your own happiness, you know, because whether you're in a relationship with someone else or not, you should be able to fill your own cup and not go to them asking them to fill it. So that's what it is, really. I think you can be sort of happily invested in your own self-love journey and and also be in a really happy relationship with someone else. I got to tell you, Sophie, I thought you were going to come on and you're going to be pretty nutty. This is the truth. I was like, all right, (laughs) let's talk to Sophie. She's going to be nuts. We're going to probably have a few laughs. But I think your message is amazing. I think your message is fantastic. Like it's all about finding, you know, your worth within yourself before you can actually ever care about finding it. Within. I mean, I think the, the whole marriage thing was a little nutty, I'll be honest with you. However, <laughs> I do think, Sophie, that, that this is a great message. And this was not the angle I expected to go with this interview. I thought we'd come in and be like, how, be like, how crazy is Sophie? But you're, <laughs> you're just kind of crazy, not fully crazy. And we're all kind of crazy. So I I, yeah. I I admire that. So what's what are you getting out of this? Like you're you're talking to folks. What like what's the goal here? You know, I'm a self love advocate, and I think it solves. I think when you deal with your own crap, you know, the less others have to, and I think it solves a lot of problems in society actually. So yeah, I'm just like out there to have conversations, start conversations about it. And on that point about ceremony, I know that like having a big self wedding ceremony might be a little bit nutty. But for me, I do think in our culture, like we don't have many rituals or like rites of passage that celebrate our personal development apart from marriage. And if you choose not to marry, then you don't really have anything, any milestones. So, yeah, that's why I did it. But I think you can love yourself in lots of different ways. You don't have to marry yourself. Okay. well, listen, I feel good about this. This her. She's at the Sologamist. If you want to spell it, it's Sologamist because it's a tough word. Sologamist. Her name is Sophie. Amy, anything you'd like to say to Sophie? Yeah, I guess since you did choose to celebrate it with a ceremony and you had your own little wedding, do you get to register for gifts? What a great question. <laughs> I actually said no gifts, which oh. I, I actually instantly regretted, if I'm honest. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I could have done with a, a nice gift list, but I just, yeah, I was like, no, your presence is my only present. Did yeah, you have oh. a first song, a first dance song, and did you dance alone? I invited everyone to my first dance, so we had a whole bunch of us. There's actually a video on YouTube of like everyone dancing to my first dance. Oh, that's it fun. got a bit crazy. What was the song? Uh, it was Trini Lopez. Um, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, oh. if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, better make a pretty woman in your life. Yeah, that's the one. Sophie, this has been a real treat, and thank you for your time. And hopefully. We'll, we'll, at some point, we'll talk again. Thank you so much, and good luck with your own marriage. Thank you very much. There she <laughs> yeah. is, everybody. Sophie. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. 
This story comes to us from Framingham, Massachusetts. A teenager was headed to the Napa Auto Parts to get a couple supplies for her car. She pulls in. She goes to put it in park, but she hits the gas instead mm. of the brake. That stinks. Right through the front door, and you see all the stuff just fly off the shelf. <laughs> but is that a bonehead or just an accident? I mean, I... Kind of boneheaded. Is it, though? Because I see old people do it sometimes, and I feel bad for them. Yes. I did it at a go-kart place when I was a kid. So embarrassing. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I mean, he tried I, to hit the brake. Well, I was it was all ending. The guy says, All right, bring the carts back in, and I'm hitting the brakes. Nope, that was the gas. <laughs> I nailed everybody in the cart. Oh, ow. <laughs> oh, with your go-kart. With my go-kart, okay. and I and I feel like a bonehead. You do? Yeah, of course. So, I still do. Who thinks it's a bonehead, say I? I. I mean, because it's kind of like when you have your car in you know, reverse, at least you think you do, and you're in drive and you hit the pedal. Sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I feel like a bonehead when I do that because I should be paying more attention. I know. I just feel like this is about dumb criminals, not somebody who accidentally drove into a store. She's like, oh, my gosh, now I feel like my life is run. But it's not, kid. Hey, relax. You'll get up tomorrow. The sun will come up. Mm -hmm. I'm pep-talking her. All right, they voted. It's a bonehead. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Uh, What's up with you this weekend? Um, I'm nothing really. Stashira has a hair day and that's about an eight hour adventure because that's how long it takes to get her hair done. And it's a big ticket item. Here's the list of the top things that people look forward to doing on the weekends. Oh, are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's a uh, top five. Number five, play sports, which for me is probably if I'm home, there is some sport being played. If it's golf at the house or basketball oh, yeah. in the backyard, like that's what I like to do in my free time. Number four, have a family cookout. Do you guys do that? Yeah. I mean, more than twice a week. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The things people like to do on the weekends. Number three, go hunting or fishing. Uh, Number two, sleep in past 10 a.m. No. Ugh. Ugh. That's that's the days wasted. And number one, drink. Yeah. I mean... I mean, Friday starts Friday night. Oh, even Amy jumps into that (laughs) one. Yeah. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Bye, everybody. Come on, y'all. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.